0: Welcome to the Cuban Genealogy Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about Cuban-American actor Cesar Romero and his possible connection to José Marti. And make sure you click on the next podcast where we talk about Carly Simon and her Cuban connection. Thank you for listening to the Cuban Genealogy Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Toscobello. Uh, now on to... Uh the joker, Cesar Romero. So Cesar Julio Romero Mantilla, he was born in 1907 and he died in 1994. And like, look how well he aged. Like, look at him. Like, that's that's amazing. So he was called the um, Latin from Manhattan. So he was born in New York City. <clears throat> His mother's Cuban and he's the grandson, the illegitimate, illegitimate grandson of Jose Martin, meaning his mother is the illegitimate, da- illegitimate daughter of Jose Marti. And look at how beautiful she is, right? She's in the middle, there's um, uh, Cesar Romero Sr. He's from Spain. Um, I don't hold that against him, just kidding. So this is a beautiful family portrait. Um, I don't know if you can see if, if the screen's blocking, but I put Jose Marti on the, on, the, on the other side. I don't necessarily see the resemblance between Cesar Romero and his grandfather. Um, but that doesn't mean anything because it, I don't look yeah. like I don't look like a lot of my people either.
1: If I could interject, um, yeah. So it's not certain that he actually is. Um, obviously, every everybody thinks he is, um, but it's not. It's definitely not. Uh, it's not certain. What What is known is that uh, Jose Marti uh, lived with Carmen's mother. Um, Carmen is Caesar's mother. There's a uh, picture in the middle um, and was not with his wife. José Martí was actually married um, but really didn't live with his wife. He had a, he had a son with her, uh, a legitimate son, and then kind of um, lives with, with this woman, Maria Mantilla, and her husband. Um, but it is said that they did have an affair um, and he was definitely living there at the time that Carmen was conce- Caesar's mother was conceived and born, and in fact um, was her godfather and felt very warmly towards her. Had a very was much closer to her than he was to his own son, um, and called her his daughter, but affectionately. But it is speculated that he is the actual, that he is also the biological father, although it's not, it's not a hundred percent certain. It's not, you know, of, of course, Cesar Romero, um, you know, what, try, you know, tried to propagate that, you know, he obviously wanted that that connection with Marti and, I, you know, either way there, there, there's a connection. Um, I'm wondering though, why they can't just do a DNA, you know, I guess I, Cesar I, I, Romero I, I, didn't have children. Um but but he has siblings he has siblings he does he has two he has a brother and a sister uh, i you know I, w- I would think you could you could if somebody really wanted to get down to the bottom of it they could you know
0: back in the 80s um i remember when they had the arsenio Hall show i don't know if you guys remember maybe mm-hmm. in the late 80s he was in the show and he said that jose Martí was his grandfather that's how i found out so yeah i, I don't know if it's like you said maybe it's not true like biological grandson
1: yeah it's it's not certain i mean he could be he could be um, he could be but it's definitely it's not certain you know he was never he uh, martin never acknowledged carmen as his actual daughter and and that may have been because carmen's mother was married to to manuel mantilla who is listed as carmen's father you know so it right. may be that obviously they didn't want that affair to get out. Um, so, but either way, you know, he he practically raised her, um, and and was very was very fond of her and and, and considered her uh, his daughter. So and could could be her, but you know, could be it's just not it's not a hundred percent.
0: So that's interesting because we need to keep that in mind, you know, and I'm I'm hoping Rich can give us more insight about you know, there was no divorce in Cuba. There was certain things that happened and certain people s- stayed in relationships because they had no other options. So um, right. yeah, there this wasn't was all in the early 1900s. Th- so.
1: Yeah, there wasn't legal divorce until like 1918. Mm-hmm. So, you know, families stayed together and obviously there were a lot of illicit affairs and illegitimate children, as we all know. I'm sure we're all products some- somewhere down the line. Of, of you know uh, and, and a lot of that was due to the fact like Brian you said people divorce wasn't legal I, I believe Marti also had an affair with Paulina Pedroso um, who was the woman who would host him in Tampa when he oh, would could... make his trips to Ybor City yeah. to, to start uh, yeah. the revolutionary movement. I yeah. can look I can double check that. Marti was definitely not close to his wife, his actual legitimate wife and his own legitimate son. I mean, part of that was due to to the fact that Marti was was really not in Cuba a lot. In fact, after the age of twenty, I don't think he ever went back to Cuba until the very end when he came in eighteen ninety five to fight the war and then was killed immediately. Not killed. Yeah. So he actually, he lived in the United States for 15 years and prior to that lived in, in, in Latin America. So he wasn't in Cuba a lot and his wife stayed in Cuba. Um, but um, there are, UF special collection has a, got a, a, the Romero family papers. So the, the family that you see pictured there, their family papers, which include a lot of letters to Jose Martí. Uh, And they have that in University of Florida in Gainesville. So if anyone was ever interested in that, there might be something in there.
0: When I see her picture, I can see, I can kind of see Jose Marti's face in there a little bit. So, you know, he died young. He was only in his early forties. So, yeah. And he could have more than two children out there. Like, you know, if he's having fun at his Airbnbs in Tampa,
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure.
0: <laughs> so, I just I just like the story and um we the DNA test would have to come. So, uh, you know, if it's true Maria's half brother um has descendants, you'd have to do it that way with people that are living. So,
1: yeah, I'm I'm sure they could get down to the bottom of it if they wanted
0: mm-hmm. to. So, here's kind of a So I didn't know that Jose Martí had seven sisters that, you know, that's a lot of sisters and no brothers. So as far as I know, so um, here's Martí's family tree just kind of briefly um, with the father and the mother. And then you see he had Jose Francisco Pepito with Carmen Zayas Bazán and the Zayas Bazán have a huge pantheon in, in, in Cologne, in the necropolis Cologne. So that they've had to have some wealth. I don't know. I didn't have a chance to research her. I know that family, those last names, um, you know, they were, they were higher up on the social scale.
1: Yeah, they do. And, and there's a lot of information on the Sayas Basan as well, if anyone has them in their tree. Um, they're, I think they're in the, in the um, Santa Cruz, the Historia de Familias Cubanas. They are. And, and they, yeah, they appear everywhere. Um, and somehow that family is also, I think, related to the president, one of the presidents of Cuba, I think the fourth president, Alfredo Al- Al- Um So yeah, there are a lot of Sias out there and I know a lot of people on the, in, in the Facebook groups have, have talked about Sias Bassan. So probably an interesting family to, to look into. Hey, I just wanted to make a quick comment. I don't know yes. if you can hear me. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, it's just, you know, this is very interesting. I've just gotten into genealogy Very recently, mostly with the uh, the, as a result of the pandemic, one of my cousins did a family tree, and then I just started looking into my family, and it was just, you know, I'm getting the bug like you you all are, very much into it. But I was just going to mention that my uh, my wife's grandmother is also a Zias, and uh, I think her great great grandfather was an Phyllosias. Oh wow! Okay. So if you ever do this, I as presidents, I mean, the presidents, I can, I can maybe help you with that. Oh, yeah, that would be great. What do, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't see you speaking. What is your name? Ismael. Montes. Oh, Ismael Montes. Okay, I see it. Yes. Yeah, that would be that would be great. Uh, Sayas was also the president. He was a journalist. He did a lot of things. He, he was a writer. Um, yes. Everybody kind of knows him as president, but he also... Um, had his hand in a lot of other a lot of other things in, in, in Cuba.
0: We could do a genealogy com, uh, presentation on the presidential family trees because that would be interesting. I think there was a, wasn't there a president that was only present for like six hours? Like he, um, walked in, he walked in and kind of then had to leave. There the were, next... yeah,
1: <laughs> there, were. there were. There was one they called Presidente Relampago, uh, which means Uh, like a thunder, like lightning, I guess, because it was so fast. But I don't remember which one it was. It it was probably like in the 1930s when there was a lot of political upheaval. Um, But yeah, and there was a father and son president as well. So they, kind of like the Bushes here, we we have, uh, it was Jose Miguel Gomez, who was the second president, who they called the the Tiburon, they called him the shark. Um, He was very corrupt. Actually, they were all mostly very corrupt. and then his son later on became president for about, about eight months in the 1930s. So and I think they were also from a family. They all also, most of them, most of the first presidents of Cuba also fought in the independence wars in the 19th century. So they had that legacy. They were they were Mambises. A lot of them were generals, actually. I think like the first five or six presidents of Cuba had all fought in the in the wars and were were, were generals.
0: That's interesting. That definitely happened in the United States as well. So, you know, Ulysses S. Grant. You know, these these people that were in in wars that you know went into politics. So, so you see, I put that two four in uh, Caesar Caesar Romero. So, I'm I'm fascinated about family dynamics, like. Did they have siblings? Were they close to their grandparents? You know, did they have cousins? So if you see my little um, calculation there, that means he's the second child of four siblings. And there may have been a fifth one that I think passed away young. So he's two four or two five. And um, I've seen some pictures of him with his sisters um, at Hollywood events. So I'm always fascinated by that. You know, I look, I look at dates to see were their grandparents alive when they were young, you know, to see if they had that, um, if they had that whole nuclear family like, like I have, where I was able to stay close to my grandmother's, or 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 maybe not. So you'll see later in the Carly Simon example where that you know that wasn't the case. So, so this I came across this on, on Ancestry. I just thought it was interesting. Here's his World War II registration card. You know, his employer's name is 20th Century Fox. Like who gets to say that, you know, on, on a regular basis? And then there's his signature as well. Um, he must have been close to his mother. Um, he looked happy in the picture. Um, he was born in New York. There she's listed, Maria Mantilla Romero. Um, if you do um, handwriting analysis, you'll see that the M in Mantilla is smaller than the R in Romero. You know, just maybe he connected better to Romero than the Mantillas. I don't know much about the father um, other than he was uh, born in, you know, he was born in Spain. And that concludes this episode of Famous Cubans in Your Cuban Family Tree. Please listen to our next podcast where we talk about Carly Simon and her Cuban connection. Thank you for listening to the Cuban Genealogy Podcast.